0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday, which for me is 6.40 Pacific time, 7.40 Mountain time, 8.40 Central time, and 9.40 Eastern time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas L O M A S and T R ninety or solutions for digit 4 anti aging all pushed together. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in both health, nutrition, exercise, and um, just. Love this TR90 program. I came to it through the R90 program, which was the immediate predecessor. And that R90 program didn't have the supplements and didn't have this full, complete package, which really, I found, was a big difference for me. And I hope that you have as good a luck with it as I did. So when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it's your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal if it's possible, if it's not possible, do take it with your meals, it's um, still effective, it's just not as synergistically effective as it could be. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day, those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber fiber helps in two ways, one of which is satiety, which is that feeling of fullness, and the other of which is for good digestive health. And when I say good digestive health, that means that um, the fiber actually um, helps clear out your digestive system. Guys need about 45 grams of fiber for a good digestive health daily, and ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for that same reason. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, at least five days a week. Can be more than that. Just This, that's kind of, this is kind of your minimum, your bottom um, level, so to speak. And you can chunk that up into one 30 minute chunk to 15 minute chunks or three 10 minute chunks. Whatever works to fit your lifestyle because this is a lifestyle change, a habit change that you're going to be creating. It's going to be going forward. This isn't something you do just once, this TR90 program, and you never do it again. We're working to change your habits so that you have better habits. And your hydration level, the baseline for that is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be starting out at um, (laughs) 50 ounces of water daily. If you're in a humid area or if you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that significantly to offset what you're losing in body moisture. Because if you're working out heavily, you can lose up to a quart in an hour, which is why it's recommended that when you're exercising heavily, you stop about every 15 minutes or so and drink eight ounces of water to stay hydrated. One thing that I recommend that you get is seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night, and that sleep is really critical in that it helps. Um, it clears out toxins while you're si- sleeping. Your body does a series of what I like to call system resets. Stores memories, repairs muscles. It just does a multitude of different things depending on which stage of sleep you're in. And so getting that seven to nine hours of sleep is really, I find, to be quite crucial. If you're not getting enough sleep, it can actually... Um, impair your decision making, it's like, you know, you have a couple of days where you're, you don't get quite enough sleep, well, you could be operating like you've had one alcoholic drink. So just bear that in mind. It It is, I find, really crucial and I have found that in my family's history that's been really critical. So today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods, Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And yesterday I started sharing about olive oil and why olive oil is so good for us. And uh, the reason it's so good for us, it's a monounsaturated fatty acid. It has vitamin E. Carotenoids, polyphenols, phytoesterols. Sidekick to olive oil is canola oil. You should try to eat about one tablespoon most days. And as I mentioned yesterday, it does help um, fight oxidative damage, which means the telomeres at the end of your DNA strands won't be degrading. So there's that. So olive oil and blood pressure. while Perhaps you may have heard of the Mediterranean diet. This name refers to the traditional diet eaten by the people in Crete, first studied in the 1950s and 60s. The Mediterranean diet was recognized as a particularly healthy eating pattern, one that seemed to promote long life expectancies and low rates of heart disease and some cancers. The Mediterranean diet consists largely of plant-based foods, fruits, vegetables, coarsely ground grains, bread, beans, nuts, and seeds, as well as olive oil. Fish, poultry, and red meat are rare and special occasion foods. Remember that olive oil is a fat and it has 120 calories per tablespoon. If you eat too much of it, you will gain weight, and for most people, as a superfood, It's best used as a substitute for other less healthy fats such as butter. Although if you're getting grass-fed butter, um, there may be a caveat there. People who ate a Mediterranean diet seem to enjoy generally low blood pressure. Of course, the question remains, was the low pressure a result of other components of the diet? What particular role did olive oil play? To learn the answer, a team from the University of Athens studied more than 20,000 Greeks who were free of hypertension when the study began. And at the end of the study, the data confirmed that overall the Mediterranean diet was consistently associated with lower blood pressure. When the effects of olive oil and vegetables were compared, olive oil alone was found to be responsible for the most beneficial effect in lowering blood pressure. It seems that olive oil has a beneficial effect on the cardiovascular endothelium, or the cells lining the blood vessels. A study in Spain found that subjects who used olive oil for four weeks reported both systolic and diastolic blood pressure to drop approximately 8 mm. Another very interesting study found that not only did olive oil lower blood pressure, it also rendered medication less necessary for the participating subjects. So there's no doubt that olive oil is a rich source of antioxidants and other phytochemicals, and it's likely that the lower rates of coronary artery disease in the Mediterranean countries are at least partly due to the olive oil consumption. There is ample and impressive research evidence that demonstrates that olive oil can play a role in promoting cardiovascular health over and above its ability to reduce blood pressure. We know that diets rich in olive oil have been shown to be effective in lowering total cholesterol and LDL cholesterol. And the LDL is the bad one, by the way. Certainly, olive oil is one of the significant constituents that contribute to the cardioprotective ability of the Mediterranean diet. For example, we know that the polyphenols in the olive oil are potent antioxidants that help protect LDL from oxidation. Moreover, the presence of monounsaturated fatty acids help biologic membranes like those of our cell walls, better resist oxidative damage. We know that the oxidation of the LDL plays a fundamental role in the progress of arterio- arteriosclerosis. And in one study, when olive oil was added to the diet of healthy males, it significantly reduced the vulnerability of their LDL to oxidative damage. There is reason to believe that the extra virgin olive oil could play a significant role in preventing cancer. It's been estimated that up to 25% of the incidence of colorectal cancer, 15% of the incidence of breast cancer, and approximately 10% of the incidence of prostate, pancreas, and endometrial cancers could be prevented if the populations of Western countries would consume the the traditional Mediterranean diet. Of course, this would mean an increase of fruits and vegetable intake as well as the substitution of olive oil as the main source of fat in the diet. While we don't know exactly what is in the olive oil that provides this protection against cancer, we do know that once again, it seems to be the synergy of the whole food. There has been great interest in the role of olive oil in the development and prevention of breast cancer and the role of fat in the diet and its effect on breast cancer is controversial. The number of studies that have been published with conflicting findings, so there's been a number of studies with conflicting findings. The case-controlled studies, consumption of olive oil, has been shown to reduce the estimated relative risk of breast cancer in Greece and Spain. Moreover, in animal studies, olive oil seems to have an anti-tumor effect. Interestingly, research points to the possible ability of olive oil to reduce breast cancer risk. It seems that the oleic acid, the monounsaturated fat found in olive oil, may have the ability to inhibit the growth of certain types of breast cancer cells by inhibiting a gene that stimulates their growth. This is There is some evidence that olive oil can play a role in prevention of colon cancer as well as breast cancer. In one large European study, olive oil consumption was negatively associated with the incidence of colorectal cancer Evidence suggests that the compounds such as the phenolics in the olive oil act directly in the colon to reduce oxidative or free radical damage of the colon. This reduction of the free radical damage would ultimately have a chemical a chemoprotective result. There is also evidence that the substances in olive oil inhibition of the formation of the amines or the uh, cancer-causing compounds that form during the cooking of meat. This would indicate that a marinade that consists extra virgin olive oil may lessen the cancer risk as it would inhibit these cancer-promoting amines from forming in the first place. Oh, maybe we'll just finish this up. So we've got olive oil in the kitchen. The key to obtaining health benefits from olive oil is to use it as a substitute for corn, safflower, and sunflower oils. Remember that the superfood recommendation is about one tablespoon a day. That isn't a lot of oil. So use it judiciously. When shopping for olive oil, you should know that there are different grades depending on the processing method. The extra virgin olive oil or the EVOO which has, which because it is a higher polyphenolic content is considered a superfood and is derived from the first pressing of the olives. It has a low acid content and in addition to its considerable health promoting qualities, it has the most delicate flavor. Virgin olive oil is from the second pressing of the olives and has a higher acid content than the extra virgin olive oil. Fino, F-I-N-O, is a blend of extra virgin and virgin oils. Refined oil is made by causing chemicals to extract the oil from the olives. It is often a blend of a variety of oils. Cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil is the to buy. It will provide the most health benefits as well as the most subtle taste. <coughs> One study indicates that extra virgin olive oil, most studies do not differentiate between the type of olive oil, by the way, provides a greater protection against the free radical damage to LDL cholesterol. <coughs> Excuse me. that tickle in the back of my throat. And first step in that development in the atherosclerosis than other oils. (coughs) I always look for greenish colored extra virgin olive oil since the color indicates a high level of polyphenolics. Different types of olive oil from Spain, Greece, and even California have different and interesting tastes. Extra virgin olive oil is quite perishable, but no more than what you would use in two to three months. Decant some oil from the original container into an opaque bottle or tin and keep it from the light and store it in a cool, dark place in your kitchen. Don't keep it near the stove. The stove... Store the rest of the oil in the refrigerator where it will solidify slightly. Cold olive oil will quickly liquefy when brought to room temperature. It's easy to use sufficient olive oil in your diet and to get it considerable health benefits. Make salad dressings with three parts extra virgin olive oil and one part balsamic vinegar or lemon juice. You'll avoid the high sodium levels of most prepared dressings, add finely chopped garlic or shallots, and fresh herbs plus ground black pepper. Use as a salt substitute, and use a salt substitute such as Vegit, V-E-G-I-T. Drizzle vegetables and saute greens with a bit of extra virgin olive oil before serving. Add extra virgin olive oil and roasted garlic to make delicious mashed potatoes, Drizzle asparagus, beets, red and white potatoes, turnips, or carrots with extra virgin olive oil, and I'm going to add to this, add a little bit of salt and pepper to that, and roast at 400 degrees until crisp, tender. If you add the salt and pepper to the drizzled olive oil, it, it makes those vegetables taste so great, and you can actually use the salt very sparingly, or you can use a salt substitute for that but it makes it super delicious. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business and what else is going on in the new skin world. I'm going to take us off mute so you can share whatever thoughts or comments you may have, and I was thrilled to have you along with us this morning. This is June 23rd of 2023. So there we have it, my friends, why we should be including that extra virgin olive oil into our diets, and why it might be so important for our good health. And yesterday was the release of the Lash and Brow Serum, so if you were interested in that, there may still be some supplies left. I know that yesterday afternoon, my time, there definitely was still was some, so do keep that in mind if that's something you're interested in, if you've got sparse um, eyebrows or uh, not-so-long, lush lashes. <laughs> and I'll be back on Monday, and I'll be sharing some summer recipes to kind of um, share with you That might be interested, you might be interested in trying out. If there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to let us all go.